At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. June 11th, 2022. It's called NarthexCon. And it's coming to St. Louis on June 11th, 2022. Registration is open. Narthex.com. It's free. And uh, we're going to do a lot of fun stuff. And I want you to come. So, you know, just come and obey. Obey me. Rated E for everyone. 10 and up. This episode is brought to you by DrawYourPicture.com, where you can get me to draw you just about anything. Check about check about what I've done for others and see about what I can do for you at DrawYourPicture.com. Also brought to you by our patrons like Colleen Daniels Harrington, who support the show on a monthly basis. Join the club and get patron-only bonus stories, stickers, and more. Join today at Patreon.com slash That Story Show. Hey, you're listening to That Story Show. Have a good time, because... Uh it's going to get real. It's going to get real. Hey. This is that story show, people. Hallelujah. Hey, it was cooking pizza. I turned into a bat. I flew into this tweet. I, I left her some guano. <laughs> Hey, podcast people, this is That Story Show, where we bring your real-life stories into the spotlight. This is episode 409, brought to you the week of April 28th, 2022. I'm your host. My name is James Kinnison. My good friend is here. Hey, I'm John. And James, first of all, I got to say this microphone's fantastic. <laughs> Isn't it, though? Yeah. Oh. And second of all, Amy thought I should stay in shape, so she said I should do lunges. Yeah? Yeah. That'd be a big step forward. Ah! <laughs> mm. <laughs> Oh man, I, I I don't know if I like this new part of you. <laughs> I'm not sure how my delivery is going. I might no, have to, it's uh, great. It it is exactly what it's supposed to be. It's and it, and it's a conversation starter. It's all of these things, but it hurts. That it hurts. It physically hurts. <laughs> And, uh, I don't want to hurt people, but I'm a lover. There are people on our show that love dad jokes, and uh, so we, really, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I don't know any of them, and I've never heard them say that, but I just believe it with all my heart. Um, let's uh, let's let's do an opening story, if <laughs> if you okay. if you don't mind. Um, we should. This one is called HH. I don't know why. I guess I typed over. <laughs> The actual title. <laughs> Gr- greetings, James and John. My story takes place during my college years during spring break. I participated mm. in a mission trip to southeastern Oklahoma, and uh, there was nobody there. <laughs> so, no. And, <laughs> and on one of these trips, we visited a, a, a few nursing homes in the area, and we would do a service that involved singing and preaching to doing that, you know, while we were visiting residents afterwards. And during one of these visiting times, I went to speak with a woman who was in a wheelchair and she didn't speak, but she motioned that she wanted my hand and me thinking she was wanting me to pray for her. I graciously gave her my hand, but when I did, (laughs) she lowered her head toward my hand and spit out cigarette butts from her mouth. Oh no. (laughs) Directly into my open palm. (laughs) 
<laughs> One of the residents saw this exchange and exclaimed, Martha! <laughs> Stood there for a few stunned moments and then proceeded to go to the nearest restroom to dump the cigarette bus and wash my hands. I hope this makes it on the show or not. Whatever. <laughs> Matt, the Gen X are from Ohio. We have to play it. Uh, there we go. Chicago. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows what I named this? Bad butts. Let's just call it bad butts. That's bad butts. <laughs> Mouthful of butts. Why did she have butts in her mouth? Man? Why was she chewing them butts? Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> so gross. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> let's rewind the week. Okay. All right. Um. So... I got to go to lunch with my friend David and um, the Lowry family after church on Sunday. And I was there by myself. There was, there was uh, no wife because she was at some event with my daughter and um, David brought a friend. His name was Dominic and he was in 10th grade, even though he looked like okay. he was a senior in high school. And, um, I know these kids these days are huge. Yeah, right? yeah. I, David always is bringing somebody. There's always a friend around for for David. David just reaches out to people like this. So uh, anyway, I was getting to know him and teasing him, and I actually gave him a uh, that story show business card. I'm like, you have to listen to my show, and he's like, I do listen to podcasts, mostly true crime, but I'll I'll give it a shot. And I was like, all right, awesome. <laughs> well, David starts telling a story about because he's a runner and he and he was running through the neighborhood and he turned onto the street and found himself right in the middle of a 4k race like a legitimate race that he wasn't like, so he was just running of. and then yeah wound up in one yeah <laughs> i was like you should have just run ahead of all of them because you probably had been running less than them and you could have won the whole thing you know and I said, that that reminded me of, I said, that reminds me of the Patellis in Goonies yes. when they were in the four by four race, you know, and they lost the cops, you know, on the beach yeah. and everybody around the table was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Except for Dominic, Dominic pauses for a bit and he's thinking about it and he goes, what's the Goonies? And I'm like, what? Oh, what's no. the Goonies? And David Godbout immediately announces to the entire restaurant this guy doesn't know what the goonies are just letting you all know he doesn't have a clue what the goonies are and i looked around at in, in mock horror because i was like man people are going to be very annoyed he's yelling but I, at every table i could see there was someone there shaking their head like oh my gosh i can't <laughs> believe that kid doesn't know about the goonies <laughs> so Oh, I, I immediately pulled out my phone and, and, and David's like, uh Oh, and Dominic's like, what? And I said, you're, you're going to be on my show. <laughs> so. Nice. So Dominic, welcome. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> this show is dedicated to you. Yes. Yes, it is. It is. Please watch the Goonies, please. Yes. Watch the Goonies. I told him this. I told him. I'm like, it would be like me not seeing Infinity War because he's a big uh, Marvel movie fan. And he looked at me really strange. I said, that's exactly how I'm looking at you yes. about the Goonies. So who is Tony Stark? I don't know. I don't know. But nothing about <laughs> no Ant-Man. Who is that? You know, so when yeah. does Superman show up in this stuff? <laughs> When's Wonder Woman going to use her lasso of truth? Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Get Gandalf. <laughs> Bilbo. Bilbo would, would be a grand thing to happen. And, and Where's the ring that makes them invisible? Yeah. Anyway, so mm, that's my nice. weekly update. There were other things that happened, but nothing nothing quite as good as the, is Dominic not knowing what the freak Goonies were. <laughs> man but can you imagine hearing that word for the first time how how how, what clue would you even have there's no clue what goonies means if you yeah well never seen the movie like so when they even mention it in the movie though they 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 say that we're from the goondocks and i don't even know what that means you know yeah when i was a kid and the movie was coming out 
because we used to call each other goons. Uh-huh. You know, that was just kind of a geeks and goons kind of thing. And so it was kind of like a, not a term of endearment, but just kind of a, you know, you goon. Um, and so when Goonies came out, I thought it was about a bunch of idiots, you know? <laughs> uh, so I was like, I want, you know, I want to see this movie because, you know, every kid wants to go to the movies. Right. And uh, man, the world opened up to me when, when I found out what these guys were all about. And yeah, we, sh- we probably should do a, a favorite eighties movies show one day or something. I don't know, but yeah, the Goonies were, were the best. Yeah. We should change the whole podcast into a, we tried that. Remember with broke. Yeah. Do you remember that weird phase we went through? Yeah. 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 (laughs) We'll call that our middle school phase. (laughs) We, we just stopped (laughs) doing this and started talking about stuff like that. And it, it didn't last long. So yeah, we even tried that movie show. Uh, yeah, yeah, Q-Hog. movie, movie beat down, and Q-Hog. oh, that's right. Yeah, we had we did two, two of them. I did. Oh, yeah, two that's of right. Them. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Q Hog and movie beat down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Q Hog was more about television, like Netflix television. So, yeah, if, are those in the archive somewhere? I think so. Yeah, if you go to nlcast.com dot okay. com, yeah, uh, and 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 click over shows. There's archived podcasts, and uh, you can still get the RSS feed. Plug it in. Check it out if you're if you're wondering what our weird phases were like. Yeah, it's not an iTunes anymore or anything like that. But it's, it's, it's the equivalent of of dyeing your hair and getting a nose ring when you're in your in your middle school years or something like that. Yeah, it is. It's exactly <laughs> like that. Um. So yeah, I I bleached well, I, my hair once. Did you know that? I I did too. Yeah. Actually, three times. I did it in college. I was trying to be trying to be cool with your Jinko jeans and uh, yes, thank you rollerblades. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I I didn't have rollerblades, but anyway, no, that's what they were. Yeah, well, who didn't? I mean, you probably had them and just didn't know. (laughs) Yeah, that I'm sure that's what it was. (laughs) I'm just an idiot. I forgot. I completely forgot about my (laughs) rollerblades. I'm sorry. I can't get over these these this new mic and headphones, man. I I don't even feel like I'm really here. I'm so sorry. No, uh, I'm, it, I'm not used to hearing can, myself. Should but. we mention the, the new equipment? I mean, thank you, patrons. By the way, yeah, uh, definitely. John has a new. Well, tell them, tell them what you got. Well, I got the the Shure SM7B microphone so oh. that I can be right here, yes. talking to your ears. And, um, and then I got the cloud lifter that is apparently necessary for this device and, um, a focus, right, uh, interface for my computer. And, um, it's the Scarlet two I two. And this is all because our patrons are so amazing and, uh, and making things happen for us. So, yep. yeah. So I've got these wonderful new headphones that I can hear stuff in and I don't even know what to do. It's just He got a whole awesome. new setup basically and it whole and new it, setup. And it's all because of our patrons. You guys are the backbone of what we do. And like I said, the the money that that you give to us goes to support our uh us in the show. And and we're just uh constantly trying to upgrade and make things better for yeah. you. You make it better for everybody. Yeah. You're the yeah. best. And, and and in return, you get bonus content that we record every single week. And there's just nothing better than new than more stories. More stories. Yeah. So thank you, patrons. Yeah. That can be my weekly update for this week. I, I have a few, but you know. Well, I want to hear a weekly update, though. All right. All right. Well, let me pick on my oldest son, Johnny. All right, I like that because uh, he—I wasn't—he talks trash in Discord all the time. He does. I don't know what some he did something. This is a Discord thing, so everybody who's on Discord will know probably what this is about. But um, he he did something at school and fell through a door, <laughs> and I think it was Mixeroni. Did you make that video? Is like a a video of. Uh, it was like a, a meme, and he took Johnny falling through the door and kind of turned it into a meme and. Johnny kind of, I don't even know. He kind of low key ribbed him. It's like, oh, that was a that was a weak meme or something. Oh. Like that. I don't know, a low effort meme. Wow. It was hilarious. Uh, I laughed more at that banter than I did anyway. But yeah, Johnny's the uh, friendly neighborhood cool guy. Thank you for that, yeah. Cyber Ninja. Um, but this is about him. So he he often gets things mixed up, which f- runs in the family. 
um, you know, like sayings and whatnot. And um, Amy was asking him, his mom, my wife, she was asking him, hey, are you ready for this or this test or schoolwork or something? He's like, yeah, yeah, I got it. Um, and he tried to say piece of cake, but he said, <laughs> walk in the cake park. So, so yeah, yeah, it's a walk in the cake park. It's a walk in the cake park. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. It's a mixture of uh, piece of cake and walk in the park. So, you know, feel free to use it as you wish. It's new. It's a new meme. That's a walk in the cake park right it's there. A, it's walk in the cake park. I got it right, man. It's, <laughs> it's going to be a walk in the cake park. Walk in the cake park. Uh, I just imagine it's like strawberry shortcakes land, you know? And yeah. It's just a walk in the cake park. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Great. it's easy peasy, lemon squeezy, walk in the cake park. Walk in That's the what cake it is. park. I would not want to walk through a cake park, though, because I would step no. in a cake, and then I'd have cake all over my shoes and sugary, and it just would be bad. I wonder but if it would attract ants. I think walking in a cake park would be something park. hard, like difficult. It's it's like hmm. when people say I dropped her like a bad habit. That that is not a good saying. That takes time. Yeah, bad habits are hard to drop. You should say yeah. I dropped her like a good habit cuz man, I can get rid of a good habit like exercise or eating well instantly. <laughs> you know? It's easy. Right? It's easy to get rid of those. I dropped that girl like a good habit, you know? I don't know why we say bad. It just makes no sense to me. Makes no sense. But anyway, uh, mm. I want to say thanks to our patrons again, because Jesse Cantrell just became an annual patron at uh, $54. When you become an annual patron, you get a discount. And so the uh, it's it's a $5 a month uh, thing, but you get you only pay for like 10 months out of the 12. And uh, it's a great way to get uh, patron-only benefits. That's cool. Yeah, it's sneaky, sneaky, sneaky inside information. So, um, I would, I would love for all of our listeners to become patrons. I know you can't all do it, and there's no pressure, and we, you don't owe us anything. But it, it, it's very nice. It's nice because this is what I do for a living. This and draw pictures, and so you know when I make money, um, I feel like a man. I just want to say that there's nothing else in my life that makes me feel like a man except for my goatee. And it is pretty mighty by the way. Thank it's, you. Uh, look, thank you. I it saw is. you on TikTok today. Yes. I'm trying TikTok. Yeah. I, I made, I made two TikToks. Yeah. And I've, I've had like one view and one like, so things are going good so far. I think you've got more than one view. I think you're up to like a hundred something on a couple of those. Really? Videos, so. I don't know how to check. Yeah. I, I really don't. I don't know how to uh -huh. check, but it's all about me being fat. So I figure I can't, can't lose with making fun of myself. You know? Keep your chin up, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying, trying. It's so, hard. Uh, we got a listener email. I'd love to read it. It's from Michael, the not yellow haired dad. And you have to go back and listen to the yellow haired dad episode on a road trip in the Eastern European country where we lived. My wife searched for a clean comedy podcast and immediately it gave us that story show. We love to laugh together as a family. And this provided both great entertainment for the family and ceased the constant MySpace wars that often <laughs> emanated from the back seat. James and John are awesome co-hosts that tell their own stories and provide hilarious commentary to listeners stories along the way. A word of warning though, listening to even one episode might get you hooked on the humor and will add to your family's collection of inside jokes and one-liners. Ooh, that sounds like fun. I know. We should probably listen to that podcast. What we, do you think? We should. <laughs> Just sounds like a good idea. Drop this piece of crap we're doing and, and go listen to whatever he's listening to. Yeah. Um, <laughs> These sound like cool dudes. <laughs> like uh, Goonies. We got a couple of announcements before we dive into our stories. Um, it is, it is one of them is about our theme show and we have had a ton of responses. I put it out on the mailing list and oh my goodness, yeah. we've got so much content, but, but there's still room for more. Uh, the theme is dates and mates. So we're looking yep. for dates, boyfriends, girlfriends, crushes, cringes, you know, uh, husbands and wives and all kinds of stuff. And man, you wouldn't believe 
the um I, that's what i love about theme shows is the titles i i kind of skim them before i file them away in a special folder and um the different variations on the theme is what makes it for me because the stories hmm. uh have nothing to do with each other except for this one thing that it's about a husband or it's about a wife or it's about a girlfriend or it's about a crush and um but they're so different and so drastically different and uh mm. i love it I'm, I'm looking forward to that it's going to be next week so you've yes. you've only got seven days or six let's just say six days to get your stories in don't wait to the last minute because it'll just it'll just end up in the general population mm. or if you're listening to this on wednesday it's tomorrow so hurry up do um, it now. another thing is i do a show called red school bus with john's son and uh, i talked about that last week but I want to mention we're doing a theme show there as well, and it's called Pets and Pests. And mm. I've noticed <laughs> that a lot of you have actually submitted stories to that show. Now, it is a kid's show, so if, but if you have a story from your childhood about pets or pests, you can send it to rsbcast at gmail.com and help us flesh it out. Because I'll be honest with you, kids are not great at sending in stories. Um, but, but adults are great about sending in childlike stories about their childhood. So I'm going to put it out here on this and see if we can get some more content, uh, for, for that. Now, um, we've got a couple of weeks left, uh, cause I'm giving the kids a lot more chances to, to get their stories in, but most of our submissions so far have not been children. It's been adults. So um you're okay. welcome we welcome to s- submit a, a story so anyway yeah. it's, it's time for us to uh d- d- you know we'll do some listener stories this segment is brought to you by audible you can try audible premium plus free for 30 days and you'll get one credit two if you're a prime member good for Ooh. any premium selection titles yours to keep Plus their catalog of podcasts, audiobooks, guided wellness, and audible originals. No credits needed. They'll even send you a reminder email before your trial ends. So visit audibletrial.com slash TSS to start your free 30-day trial today. Audible is pretty awesome. And they do have podcasts now, and we are yeah. one of them. So oh, they're yeah. about to get really busy. I I gotta say, I'm an Audible subscriber. I'm on their annual whatever monthly plan or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I've, I've listened to many books that yeah. I probably wouldn't have the time to sit down and read. So that's awesome that they're one of our sponsors. I love so audio books because you can yeah. be doing anything and listen and reading at the same time. It's so good. It's so good. Such a good thing. Um, I, I really enjoyed ready player one on Audible. Yes, it it is great. Yes. I've, I've listened to it twice. Um, really? It's so fun. Yes. It will Wheaton. I I was like, why is this guy's voice so familiar? Yeah. And then I looked at who was narrating. He's like, oh, it's it's Wesley. So good. So you know, go go try him out. Get a free thirty day trial and a book that's yours to keep. I mean, there's nothing to lose. They'll even tell you uh, when your trial ends, and you'll be helping us out at the same time. All right. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, this one's middle school drama. So, um, I'm going to, I'm going to play that. Um, uh, um, Dang it. uh, move out of the way, stupid. Um, Hi, James and John. I'm Panda Lover 02 or 2.0 rather. I live in Iowa where one day it can be 100 and the next day zero. Oh yeah. It's the Midwest for you. Oh boy. Do I have a story for you? So on April 1st, my mom and dad did a horrible joke on me 
So when I woke up in the morning, I went to uncover my bird. Its name is Sweet Pea, like in the Secret Life of Pets movie. And I saw that she was lying on the ground. Let me tell you that I have trained this bird in three weeks to do over 1,000 tricks. Here are a few to prove it. Number one, step up and step off. Number two, knock. Number four, sing. Well, whistle. Number five, come. Number six, grab the leash. Number seven, be nice to our dog, Max. Number eight, roll over. Number nine, play dead. Number 10, fold the blanket. That's a, that's impressive, actually. Grab the leash. Yeah, I don't I don't understand all of them. It seems like Bird some of them might be leash. harmful to, to, to animals, but you know, play if, dead. Yeah. Yeah. So apparently this bird learned that. And, and anyway, a lot more. So I just said, hi, sweetie. And no response. So I did it again. No response, which was weird because she always responds. So I went to get her out and she was cold as ice, which is so dangerous for birds. And knowing that they have very little blood, I literally dropped the bird and ran to my parents' room, cried, saying my bird is dead. And my mom said to remember it's April. But then my dad said, oh, no, I was supposed to put the fake bird in. <laughs> dad never put the fake bird in. Oh, now me and and my mom were thinking that my bird was dead. By then, my dad said he we would go to PetSmart and get a new bird. So then when we got home from PetSmart, I put the new bird in the cage and saw Sweet Pea in there too happily eating on her food. So now I have a new bird. What should I name it? JJ? Like James and John? Panda Lover 2.0 from Iowa. I don't, I don't really know what to make of this story. But that's why it's middle school, and that's why we love them. We love our young yeah. listeners, and uh, we try to make the best sense of what they talk about possible. And what I figure here is dad played a joke, put a fake bird in the bottom of the cage, which is hilarious and horrible Yeah, at the same time. But but it sounds like she really made out on that prank because she wound up with a whole new brand, brand new bird, and yeah. so now she's got two. She's got to teach them both now. Yeah, well, Sweet Pea maybe will teach some uh, some tricks to JJ over there. Yeah. So yeah, our dogs did that. Like we taught one of them, the dog I don't like, uh, to ring <laughs> to, to ring a bell when he wants to go outside. And uh, I thought it was a cute idea. It turned out to be really stupid because what they do if you don't teach them to ring the bell is they just bark, and you can hear oh. a bark throughout the house. But when a dog oh, has been taught that. to ring a bell. They tap it and it rings. And if you're not in ringing distance, you know, if you don't hear the bell, um, then you don't go and let the dog out and the dogs have accidents and they could have just freaking barked, you know, but, um, the, why the, don't they arrive when I ring the bell? The second dog learned this from the first dog and does a better job, but what won't ring the bell vigorously, like, you know, first dog oh. will, will ring it a lot, knowing that he needs to get the attention. He's lived longer, I guess, you know, but um, stupid dog will will not. <laughs> Speaking of which, stupid dog did something really, really bad today. My wife uh, woke me up this morning before oh, my no. usual rising time. And she's like, you've got to do something manly. And I'm like, oh, boy, oh, no, I, I can't wait can't wait to do that because it's oh, going to be you're so happy it, about that it's going to be something gross or something that involves a bug you know or <laughs> or i'm going to be rubbing somebody's shoulders you know that's the only time or i'm going to be reaching something high that that's the other thing <laughs> that i do uh that's manly because because i can't lift heavy things i i can't scare off bad guys i don't own a gun you know there's Really nothing else mainly I can do besides grow facial hair. And uh, so anyway, I, I go down there and she says, the the dog you hate has brought a squirrel, <laughs> a dead oh, squirrel what? up onto the back porch. Oh, and I'm thinking, oh, man, she's done this before. And uh, the last time I, I went out there, it was a dead squirrel. It was just a dead squirrel. It had recently died. And she brought it up to the porch and it was intact Uh. and it was, it was stiff. Um, but, but it wasn't Mm -hmm. gross. You know, it was just, 
it was kind of disturbing how big it actually was because from a you only see them from a distance, but <laughs> squirrels can you know kind of big. But anyway, when I went out there, I went out there kind of casually, like I'll just take a rake or a shovel and I'll just scoop it up. But no, this thing looked like something from the thing, the movie. It was dried out and skeletal, but still had wet spots in it. You know? Oh, and gross. so it smelled really, really bad. Oh, no. And so I stepped over it. I went to the shed to get a shovel. And as I'm coming back to the stairs, I noticed that there's hair. There's clumps of hair going down the sidewalk and up the stairs. So my stupid little dog that I hate not only bit this nasty, rotten, smelly (laughs) corpse, but also released hair sprigs. (laughs) <laughs> all the way up the stairs. So I had, I had oh. to take a rake and rake the stairs down and kind of oh. move the hair out into the grass. And then I, I took the skeletal remains that were still nice and juicy and yeah. threw them over the back fence. And, uh, you just threw it over the back. Yeah. She <laughs> didn't put it in a dumpster or anything. No, it's natural. It's natural. I'm not going to clutter up the landfill when. Well, it'll decay in the landfill. It'll, more than de- a it'll decay over the will. fence. <laughs> in somebody's path. Well, no, no, no. We have this backyard that is like a postage stamp. And in there, we have one tree in the back corner of the property and it's walled off with a six foot privacy fence. And, and, um, you the can, tree is? yeah, the tree is, and it's, uh, it's open to the back alley, but, uh, yes. The, okay. The space Where between, the cars go. Yeah. 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 So I just threw it into that and it, it will, it will bless the tree It's good for nature, John. Gotcha. Okay. And it's That's good. And it's out of sight and out of mind, probably not out of smell of my dog, yeah. the dog I hate. I want to get back there. So I, can, I want to play with that squirrel again. Oh. He's there somewhere. I know it. Yeah. My wife fed the dog apples because it was like the closest thing she could think of to mouthwash for the dog. <laughs> it's like, let's get that zombie squirrel remains out of the dog's mouth. So juicy apples, uh, hopefully cleanse the palate there. There you go, buddy. It's so gross. I, I told my son, I'm like, do you still claim this dog? Because I have a story for you. He's like, yeah, I love that dog. I love that dog so much. I'm like, because <laughs> your dog is nasty. <laughs> I love that dog so much. It's stupid dog. Yeah. You need to know. <laughs> stupid dog. You need to know your dog is an idiot. And and then he came in after I told him the story and he wouldn't pet the dog. So I was like, you see, you don't love him anymore. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Now we can get rid of it. Yeah. So oh, that'd if, be sad, if though, anybody just the dog likes to chew if, dead squirrels, if anybody wants a dog, um, just email me James at NLCast.com. Her name's Leia. She's really cute. She is cute. I'll give you that. She has a little underbite, a little over. Oh yeah. So, we're, so we're a little, whatever it is that makes her, her look like she's sticking out her chin, you know, like, like she's just like, you know, like she's gotcha. tough, like a bulldog. And uh, she's tiny and she's fluffy and she doesn't shed. She's hypoallergenic and um, I will, I will give her away. Uh, Hey, you know what? One more thing while I'm at it, I'm trying to get rid of a microphone. If you are a podcaster or someone that wants to be one and you want a nice mic, I have a great deal. I'm selling my Heil PR 40. Look it up in uh, Amazon or whatever. If you don't know what that is, it's a dynamic microphone. It comes with a, pop filter and a um a shock mount and i'm yeah. selling it for three uh oh i can't remember 350 something like 300 Ooh. 300 anyway it, it would cost you almost 500 brand new to get all the parts it's been well used i'm the only owner and it's been used on many many episodes of that story show yeah it's and a it's piece a of history right there. Yeah. You, sure you want to sell it? So I I do. I want to I want to get okay. get something out of it. So if you're interested, email me. Um, it's on uh, Craigslist in uh, in the, my local area, of course. But St. Louis. Yeah, I thought I had somebody interested, but they were they were full of crap. Ah, uh, they were scammers. Yeah, they're like, I'm going to send you a a a, a a a check through you know something and wire yeah. service and all. I'm like, ah. You got. You have to print the check out. You have to go get the checkbook stuff yeah. that you can print from your printer. I'm not stupid. And then it'll work. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm not stupid. Thanks, so. but no thanks. Yeah. I was selling some junk on Craigslist once, and they tried that on me. I'm like, dude, this thing's not even worth that. Why are you? Why do you want to try to steal that? Right. I guess I got to start small. Hey, speaking of uh, starting small, I got a story for uh, from Jennifer from Libertyville, Illinois. I like that name, Jennifer. Yeah, I'm married to Jennifer. Oh, okay. Yes, I didn't. I, <laughs> I didn't make the connection, man. Um, I'm, I'm also looking idiot. for a new co-host. If anybody's interested, just email me James at nlcast.com. All right, it, come on. I so, just got this nice. Just to gear. recap, use it a little bit. We got Narthex. We've we've got you know theme shows for two shows. Uh, I I'm selling. I'm getting rid of my dog, and uh, we're replacing John. All right. Dang. All right. I guess RJ's really gonna jump in on that. Yeah. Jay, I've got it out for you, man. All right. Well, this is the dip, and uh, I'm going to do my best here because this this is brought to us by the greatest name in history. Yes, Jennifer. So um, one afternoon, my husband was doing his quote unquote business in the bathroom near the kitchen while I was making spinach artichoke dip for a church event that evening. Mm. The dip was heating in the microwave and smelled delicious. I packed up the snack and waited more than five minutes for my man to come out of the bathroom so I could give him the usual goodbye kiss. He was still in there, so I called out uh, that I was about to leave. And finally, a couple minutes later, he came out of the bathroom. But he said, what's that smell? And uh, he, he's like, what's going on? And, and I, so I said, spinachoke, artichoke, spinach." spinachoke dip you got your son's disease (laughs) it's spinachoke dip it's so delicious spinach artichoke dip i said and with relief he replied oh i thought i was making that smell and i was sick somehow i couldn't figure out what was wrong with me that's why it took me so long to come out of the bathroom (laughs) he's in there sniffing his own poop (laughs) it's a mixture of something that smells good and bad and he doesn't know what's wrong Uh, Jennifer says, I laughed so hard when he said that, and I have laughed every time it comes to my mind. Thanks for the show. It makes my day every time I listen. That's great. Thank you, Jennifer. That's a great story. And I'm glad your man's okay. Yeah. From, from Libertyville, Illinois. Thank you for, for listening all the way from Illinois. We, we the Lincoln I, state. Is that what the Illinois is called? The Lincoln state? I don't know. I don't, the land of Lincoln. I don't know what it's called. It's the land of Jennifer. The land of Jennifer. Yes. It's the origin of Jennifer. You know, Jennifer was <laughs> the most popular name back in the day in 1976, specifically really? the year my wife was born. It was the most popular name. And now almost nobody calls their kid Jennifer. It is a, it is mm. a name that has gone the way of the Buffalo. It is, uh, it is an old name. So. Hmm. I don't know very many Johns that are young. Like at the school here, I think yeah. there's maybe one or two. But yeah, yeah. they're they're, na- they're naming their kids weird names now, like Calcifer and stuff. You know? Yeah, it's, it's just and it's Kyle. Just, yeah, and Brendan with a two E's. <laughs> we have a we have a Michaela or McCannon or something that's coming up, and her name is spelled without an E at the end, and my. Spell checker was having a cow about it. <laughs> it <was> like, <laughs> like you can't dictate how people spell their names. Spell checker, you're just gonna have to accept them as they are. Anyway, turning the lake is what this one's called. It's from Abigail. I've been uh I was spending a week at summer camp on the day of the week. On on one day of the week, all the campers had to do some chores around the camp. That's that's what you go to camp for, right? There. That's right. I've never, cleaning up after others. Never That's been, why. Never been to a camp that made you do chores, but um, but they had a chore day, such as sweeping and picking up trash. On that day, I was assigned a task down by the camp's lake. There was a sandy beach with a volleyball net at the front edge of the lake, and a group of other campers and I were instructed to use shovels to scoop and turn over the compacted sand to loosen it and make it softer for the volleyball players. The leaders called this activity turning the beach. Turning the beach. Turning the beach. Unfortunately, though, there weren't enough (laughs) shovels to go around, leaving many campers with no way to help. So the leaders grabbed a few buckets and they instructed the idle campers to go turn the lake instead. (laughs) 
in the lake. This involved exactly what she thinks it thinks it does. Standing in shin deep water, scooping up a bucket full of water and pouring it right back into the lake. <laughs> of course, this oh, task wow. was quite useless. But some of the leaders yeah. tried to convince the campers that turning the lake was actually helping to evenly mix the water. So uh, okay. <laughs> to many of the campers, turning the lake seemed much more appealing than turning the beach. So soon, almost yeah. everyone was gleefully scooping up water and splashing it everywhere, leaving only a few industrious campers to finish tilling up the sand. Moral of the story is be careful with making up useless jobs for people because they might like it better than the real <laughs> jobs. Who am I kidding? The real moral of the story, bring more shovels. I hope this <laughs> makes it on the show. Abigail. So Nice. Goodness gracious. I'd like to turn the lake. Oh, I had a bad dream last night and it was about trying to wrangle teenagers and they were bad. They were so bad. They were being so bad. They, they were, I it was had a bad it, dream too, but that reminds me, I'll add it to my weekly updates <laughs> for next week. <laughs> mine, mine was just, they were being so bad. They got in, it was at church and it was supposed to be a, a youth outreach, but they got into the, um, the storage closet for the drama team and they just together in unity somehow put on all these bible garments and started acting out the uh nativity (laughs) and (laughs) and i was so mad i should have been impressed but i was so mad in my dream because i'm like this is just them being rambunctious and 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 you know they're they're rebelling and uh, I don't care what they're doing. They're not listening to me. And it was bad, <laughs> bad news. But um, yeah, I don't often remember my dreams anymore. So I was, I was very glad to wake up from that one. I'm like, I have no teenagers that I am responsible nope. for. Thank God. So, not today. Yeah. Man. Well, speaking of teenagers, our next story comes from one. All right. So let me let me tell you this story from Emily Ellis. This is director Dietz. Hey James. Hey. Wait, wait. She just Hey. She didn't she didn't include this. Me is in the story. This is a story for me. This is a story for me, my friend. John sucks and I am awesome. I have a story for me. Please don't replace me. <laughs> I'm not See, gonna I, I, replace I, you. I'm just gonna let you go and then I'll just be oh. a soloist. And it'll just be me all the time. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. Hey, well, James, this story's just for you. Yay. Okay. If you want, if you want, you can put this in the middle school drama section, even though I'm in high school. Oh, no, no. We won't do that to no. you. We'll, we'll just make keep it here. So a couple of months ago, I had the honor of rehearsing and performing with the Allstate High School Symphony Orchestra. Sweet. That sounds impressive. That's pretty awesome. Congrats, Emily, on that, by the way. Uh, we rehearsed all day Thursday and Friday and then performed on Saturday. After the first rehearsal, my parents asked me the name of our director. And uh, I'm really bad at remembering other people's names. And I felt bad that I had forgotten the name of my own director. So the next day, I was determined to relearn his name. For some reason, I was super nervous about this. So I practiced the simple sentence over and over in my head. I'm sorry, sir. I forgot your name. I'm hmm. sorry, sir. I forgot your name. Sorry, yeah, I do that too, Sue. You know, just, just in case you forgot don't care your name. About that. Well, then a couple of minutes before the rehearsal had started, I went up to my director and said, I'm sorry, I forgot my name. <laughs> <laughs> there was an awkward pause as he stared at me, most blankly, but uh, with some confusion and concern in his yeah. eyes. <laughs> How did you get in here? <laughs> I'm you- sorry, I forgot my name. <laughs> <laughs> then I realized what I had said and quickly corrected myself. He told me his name was Dr. Dickey, and I was embarrassed for the rest of the day. Hope this makes it on the show. Yeah. <laughs> Emily Ellis. Yes, it did. Oh, how did Thank you, you forget a name like that? Dr. Dickey. How did, <laughs> I know you said you're bad at names, but if somebody said their name was Dr. Dickey, I'd be like, <laughs> I... I will never forget your name for the rest of my life. So, Doctor Richard, I think is what uh, <laughs> what what they meant, Doctor Richard. Oh, I would hate having a last name like that. Man, I just yeah. any, anything close to that. 
Like there was yeah. a man back in the day named John Crapper. And <laughs> he's, yeah, he's, not- he's credited in some circles with the invention of the toilet, which isn't true, but, oh. and, and that's why they call it the crapper. Um, but I wanted that to be true. I know, it's but I, I read about it and I, I, I think I read that it wasn't true, but wouldn't you just hate to have a name like butts crapper. or crapper yeah. or, you know, I worked with somebody whose last name was butts. Yeah. And then they were married and I don't want to like give it away, but, uh, I guess I have to now cause the last name, her last name was now Fultz butts. <laughs> and I was, okay. I, I probably uh, would have stuck with Fultz or something. Yeah. You, I think it's like the first question you ask a potential date is what is your last yeah. name? What's your last name? <laughs> it's like in the IT My crowd. His name is Stein Clobber. The, the IT crowd where his name was P- Peter File and Peter File. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm a Peter File. I'm Peter File. <laughs> I'm Peter File. Oh, she's like, it's not going to work out between us. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> she sent him off by himself. <laughs> uh, such a great episode. Yeah. Uh, this is called Not a John Story. And the reason why I called it Not a John Story is because I read through it and I had it plugged into your segment. But once I read it, I'm like, there's no way I can subject John to what I'm about to read. Oh, so you will thank me later, but here we go. It's from Liam. My headphones off. You might want to Liam Seeley. Hi, (laughs) my friend's little brother plays basketball. And a couple of weeks ago, he had a practice and my friend invited me to come with him since the court next to the one they were practicing on was open. So we could play some one-on-one and other stuff. So I agreed to go. But this was a decision I regret making. So me and my friend arrived at the court and we started to play some 1v1. At one point in our game, I was able to get past my friend and get what I thought was going to be a wide open layup. I jumped. I reached out my hand with the ball to get the layup. But out of nowhere, my friend came in and blocked the shot. I was still in the air when this happened. So our bodies collided. I don't remember exactly what happened in the next few moments. But from what I can remember, I know I landed awkwardly. I fell to the Mm -hmm. floor and started to feel dizzy. And I stayed on the floor to wait until I wasn't dizzy. But then my friend screamed. And I looked up at him and he was pointing to my leg. No, he didn't. I looked down and what I saw was not my leg. At least not how I knew my leg to look. Let's just say my leg did not look like it was screwed on properly. This is when the pain kicked in and I started to scream and cry. All of this commotion caught the attention of my friend and my little brother's team. And all of them ran over to see what was wrong. And all these eight-year-old boys and their coach got to see a broken leg. My friend told me later that the looks on their faces were filled with shock and horror. There's one more key detail that I did not foresee, though. The coach helped me up, started to call 911. I started to feel a terrible pain under my leg. Oh, no. Why? One of the boys who was clearly younger than everyone else had noticed something under my leg and he touched it. And that thing was my bone. <laughs> I have no idea how this happened, but I managed to break both my leg and get part of my bone to stick out of my leg. Oh. Compound fracture. <sighs> the boy, <laughs> the boy did not realize it was my bone. And he wanted to know what it was, so he pulled on it. No! Yes, he pulled on it. Stop talking! I screamed as the coach realized what had happened, and he pulled his bone. He pulled the boy away from me. All the while, the phone, he was on the phone with the 911 operator. The ambulance came, and I was taken to the hospital. My injury was bad enough already, but because the boy pulled on my bone, it caused it to be broken even more. And I had a lot longer to be in the cast. So I guess really this is an LBB story. One of the many tools of the devil. Cause an eight year old boy caused me to be in a leg cast for a couple of extra weeks. I hope you are equally grossed out with me in this story. And I hope this makes it onto the show. Liam Seeley. This is again, not a John story. Put my head down on the desk oh. so I don't pass out. 
I got my eyes closed. I'm, I'm sorry, John, but I didn't make and... you read it. It might have been better if I did. I could have imagined a different story while I was reading it. Oh. Now I had to listen to all those words and the <laughs> compound fracture and the bone <laughs> protruding from the leg and the yeah. And you don't you don't do well with bones, do you? I don't do well with injuries in general. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's it's cold in here. Oh, I tell you what. Why don't sweat. why don't you take a break because your next uh, story oh, is actually a voicemail. Okay, and it's called the cutest little demon. It's from Jordan, and it goes like this: Howdy, James and John. My name is Jordan Hi. from Houston, Texas. I picked up your show right around the start of COVID, and over the past two years, I've been able to go through all the old episodes and have started re-listening to the classics. I still absolutely love Ugly Bucky. Ha. But it's about time I send in a story. I got married just under a year ago, and my new wife and I took our honeymoon driving down the Blue Ridge Parkway. It was gorgeous the whole trip. We had so much fun and relaxation. The trip went almost perfectly. Keyword there, almost. Almost. One night along our road trip, we stayed at a lovely little cabin in the middle of a mountain prairie. After watching the sunset, we got tucked into bed, ready for a good night's rest. However, as I was drifting off, I heard a noise coming from the kitchen. What was that? My eyes darted open, my ears on high alert to what the mysterious noise could be. But it had stopped. Hmm. I thought and hoped. Probably just the ceiling fan. Yeah. With that reassurance, I laid my head back down and drifted off once again. But after only a moment, the noise returned. This was no ordinary ceiling fan noise. Something was messing with our stuff in the kitchen. Oh, no. What foul creature dare invade our space? Oh, Be it a possum, a raccoon, dare I say, even a bear, <laughs> no matter how scary a beast I may face, I would protect my new wife from anything, bracing myself to face down the vermin. I quickly leapt out of bed and turned on the light in one swoop, only to find myself face to face with the littlest, cutest field mouse I had ever seen. <laughs> it couldn't have been more than two inches long, from head to fluffy little butt. Had it been outdoors or in a pet store, it would have been the sweetest little mouse I'd ever seen. But seeing its beady little eyes staring back at me, rifling through our stuff, yeah. I was terrified. <laughs> I scurried back behind the stove <laughs> and disappeared from sight. No. I couldn't sleep. My wife kept telling me it's literally just a mouse. No worries, just yeah, You sleep. go get it then. But it took yeah. every ounce of willpower to close my eyes. After what felt like hours, I dozed again. Only to be awakened by that same noise. Mm. My eyes popped open. I rolled over. And there is the mouse staring back what? at me. Not six no. inches from my face. I gave a totally very manly shriek, freaking out my wife. That's it, I proclaimed. I'm done. I can't do this anymore. No. So instead of doing the chivalrous thing and ridding the cabin of the mouse, I surrendered it all and forced my wife to sleep with me in the car. The temperature was in the 40s, but at that point, anything was better than being traumatized by the cutest little demon I had ever seen. One of the only things that kept my spirits up in those wee hours of the morning was the thought, this belongs on that story show. Yeah. P.S. As we were flying back, our plane flew right over St. Louis. Too bad I don't get motion sickness, or I could have hand, mouth, delivered James some puke from heaven. Aww. That would have been nice. <laughs> nice. Jordan, excellent story, my yeah, friend. Yes, uh, yes, yes, yes. I loved it. He made his wife sleep in the car. <laughs> we are going out to the car, my oh, dear. Oh, my gosh. I, I'm going to tell you, waking up and seeing something that close to you, oh. yeah, that would shake shake it out of me. I tell you what, I'd, I would have had know, to slept man. in the car because I think I would have pooped the bed. I, I really... <laughs> I really think so. Uh, I have to tell my that story that I was right. I had a dream the other night okay. that I was in the basement of this building with somebody, and it, it, this rat came out of nowhere. Whoa. And I was like, 
I don't want this rat running around this place because it probably is important. And it might have been my basement in the dream. I don't remember. But anyways, I stepped on the rat. Oh! And I was like, this thing's going to die under my feet. And so I started stomping the rat. <laughs> and I woke myself up stomping in the bed. It's <laughs> like, let's go get that rat. <laughs> so oh, man that probably might would have been what it did if i had seen that mouse six inches from my face i might have just grabbed it and thrown it against the wall <laughs> oh, i know that sounds terribly violent i'm sorry no no we 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 uh back when i worked in the inner city uh at sheffield we had a youth a christmas party and it was at a uh, a pretty unique venue it, it used to be someone's house and they had opened up the whole top floor to, to be a, a meeting space, you know? And, um, so we're all up there and I had brought my dog and everybody was taking pictures with Beckett, the, the, you know, the wiener dog that we used to own and, and all this stuff. And, uh, the party's just going great. There's chips and drinks and lots of inner city kids and, and, um, and inner city adults for that matter too. And this mouse, comes out from nowhere and starts running across the floor and nobody freaks out. Nobody. Cause these are inner city kids. They're used to mice. And, yeah. and the, one of the leaders just reaches out with his foot and goes stomp uh. and expertly, expertly stomp this mouse head to where it killed it, but it didn't explode or, 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 you know, go ballistic yeah. in any way Make and guts go he just knocked it out he just expertly knew exactly what to do and he just picks it up and throws it in the trash and goes and washes his hands and me and my wife at the time we were still fairly new and I, we were just so <laughs> amazed and it stuck with me all these years that was like back in 2003 and uh the just the expertness like i i know he's done this a dozen times and uh uh, another one mm, in another skilled. one was funny. Uh, David, my friend's wife was on the toilet one day in her own house <laughs> and this mouse climbed up out of her, her corner tub and was just standing there staring at her on his hind legs. Like, you know, making little uh, mouse noises. Are you going to feed me? And, and she's screaming and freaking out. And they had a couple of kids from the hood. Um, it, they were white kids actually, uh, or half white, half, no, they were half native American, half white. And, uh, and, and, but they were from the city. So they still had that city attitude, city ways about them. And the girl of the, of the pair comes into the bathroom to see what's going on. sees Sherry freaking out, sees the mouse. She just goes over and picks the mouse up by the tail and takes it outside and puts it down in the grass. You know, no big deal. Nothing to oh, it. She let it live. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I've always been impressed <laughs> with these people. These people are, yeah. they got, they got skills that the, the white bread among us do not have. So anyway, hats off to those folks. Uh, that was our last story guys. Thank you so much for listening. Surely you have a funny life story, whatever your story is, send your stories, email or audio to that story show at gmail.com with special thanks to our patrons for your support. With special thanks to producers James Spangler, Jennifer Kennison, Eric Kubik, Harry Wright, and Christopher Tynan. Support the work we do and get more from your favorite podcast today at patreon.com slash that story show. And remember, when something weird, gross, annoying, embarrassing, or painful happens to you, don't get stressed, don't get depressed, just think, hey, this belongs on that story show. Even if you're having to live in a car overnight because of a field mouse, <laughs> a mouse. just work your way through it, you know? It would be great. So, anyway, I'm really excited about how loud the background music is. I'm going to turn it down. I know it's bit. so clear. I can hear it. <laughs> I mean, I usually can, but. There we go. Oh, man. Now we got to record stories that wouldn't fit on the show. That is what we do after the show is over is we record more stories for our bonus content. So if you haven't yet, become a patron. It's a dollar a month or more. You can do it for as low as a dollar a month. And if you pay annually, it is like $10. So that's I'm just telling you, that's not what I want you to do. I want you to do like five bucks. That's that. That would be fair. 
That's and if you can afford it, become a billionaire sponsor. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I'm well, sure we, we have a level for that. Yeah. We have a guy named James Spangler that gives us $100 a month. Did you know that? What? It's crazy. And my wife, Jennifer. That's why it's made by them. Yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.